Welcome to the Fidget TV Network. This is Elder Newsom. Uh, we want to welcome all of you as subscribers to our YouTube and Facebook social media channels. We just want to uh, extend our, our thank you to each and every one of our listening audience. And we want to say to the people of God, please continue to follow us as we expound on the word of God on a weekly basis. Our air times are on Monday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we start at about 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Please join us there weekly. On Friday, we have our prayer, touch and agree hour. So if you have any prayer requests or any petitions that you'd like to have uh, connected or touch and agree with, please join us there. We hope to see you soon. So remember to subscribe and we hope to see you there. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Elder Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Friday. And uh, we are thankful and grateful for his many blessings. Uh, we are excited about uh, what God is doing in the lives of the people of God, as well as ourselves and all of you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we want to uh, invite you to join us in our Touch and Agree Prayer Hour, where we will be touching and agreeing through prayer uh, with various uh, individuals and loved ones uh, for various prayer requests. Our prayer is that uh, souls would be saved and that people would come to Christ and give their lives uh, to uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And with that being said, we are desiring the prayers of the saints of God uh, to continue to pray for us and our family uh, as we give honor to God, who's ahead of our life, uh, who is our life. We give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison Sr. and our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison of the Pentecostal Power Church and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newson. We say praise the Lord and we thank God for her. And Last but not least, but we thank God for all of our live stream audience, our viewers and subscribers that supports us and that have supported us. I want to say God bless you and thank you on this Friday afternoon. Uh, as we get ready to go into prayer, we want to ask uh, for various prayer requests. Please pray for uh, Pentecostal Power Church in its entirety. Uh, pray for NPPCI. Pray for the Brotherhood. Pray for uh, all of the pastors, uh, the bishops, pastors, and elders that God is called to lead God's people. Let us pray for them that God will continue uh, to give them guidance and direction. I also want to pray for the bereaved families. Uh, I want to say this. Um, this is a prayer request. But it may not sound like one, but it's a prayer request. We have had uh, quite a bit of shootings uh, in the city of Milwaukee, and I know um, it's alarming. 
the latest one was on the uh, corner uh, where uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law lives. And it's very disturbing uh, that there were loss of life. And it's very, very uh, gut-wrenching. It's very, very disturbing, alarming uh, that uh, we're having a lot of uh, shootings, uh, I'll call them senseless acts of violence, murders, where um, our law enforcement seems to be inundated with a lot of criminal activity. And so let us pray for them. Let us pray for the families that's been affected. Let us pray for those that uh, uh, that uh, have uh, lost loved ones and are going through uh, uh, pain at this hour. So let us pray for them. It's very, very difficult to even describe. But I would like to say, uh, saints, uh, it is praying time for uh, the church. It's praying time for the believer. It's praying time, period. That people will turn their face to the wall and give themselves wholly unto the Lord before it's everlasting too late. But let us at least be in uh, the right posture and position that we can pray for those that have been affected, that they uh, that they may still find Christ in all of the things that have tragic tragic things that have happened. Because we know good things do happen to bad things do happen to good people. And however, uh, we could be in that same predicament. So let us have empathy and uh, sympathy for those that have lost loved ones. But we really need to pray. Uh, and as uh, a community, uh, we need to reach out uh, to our communities, our prospective communities, because uh, I say this as we request prayer, uh, somebody knows something. And so let us pray also that through the prayer that somebody will come forward and, uh, you know, reveal and disclose what they know because it doesn't make any sense uh, for a life to be lost. And we're in a time now, whether it be fear or people don't want to be involved, community is very, very distant. And uh, if you live in a community and something goes wrong and you know what has happened, you saw what has happened, you know, don't let that murderer run around in the street and you know, you know, something that can cause that uh, situation to be, uh, Taken care of. What I mean by that uh, is we have to start governing our communities as people of God. So let us pray for that, that we would be uh, proactive and active in our communities enough where um, we would be concerned about our neighbor. And so let us pray for those particular things so that, you know, you don't have, you know, the person, the same person running around killing somebody else's family member and, uh, Nobody wants to uh, share or disclose to law enforcement who this individual or these individuals are. And so we have to be active in our communities if we're going to uh, have a safe community. And so that's what we're praying for. That's the prayer request that we would pray, you know, that we would, uh, you know, get involved because it could be your child. It could be my child. It could be anybody's child. And, uh, we want to be concerned about our neighbor. So let us pray. Let us pray. 
uh, during this prayer hour as we touch and agree. Let us pray for the Howard family. Let us pray for the Lee family. Let us pray for all families that are going through bereavement at this hour, that God will comfort them and strengthen them and bless them uh, during the hour of going through. And so we're going to get ready to go before the Lord with our prayer anthem scripture, which is found in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 14 through 16. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Let us go before the throne of grace as we touch and agree for this brief space of time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for your blessing. We thank you, Lord, for a brand new day. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy toward us. We thank you for your unfailing love. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, all that you're, oh God, performing in the lives, oh God, of those, oh God, that have called. Oh, God, on your name, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would honor our repentance as well as our request today. We pray, God, for our families uh, during this senseless act of violence in this last two or three days. There have been several uh, incidents. And, Father, we pray for the families and those that's been affected. We pray for all bereaved families. We pray, Lord, you would touch, heal, grant deliverance in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would touch lives. Oh God of, oh God, all people that you would save, oh God, to the uttermost, that you would encourage your people throughout this, oh God, particular broadcast and other broadcasts that's sharing the word of hope to those, oh God, that need, oh God, uplifting and need encouragement. We pray now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would send healing, oh God, upon your people, as well as, oh God, those that are viewing the broadcast today, those that are reaching out, God, that need healing, need deliverance. We pray now. Lord, that you would touch them and bless them now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, God, that your healing hand, Lord God, that you would send deliverance in the name of Jesus. Lord, touch right now. Lord, grant deliverance in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you for victory right now. We decree and declare healing, Lord God. Those, oh God, will come to repentance. Those will come to the revelation, oh God, of the Son of God, that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father, and that there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. We pray, God, that you would save those, oh God, that are yet calling on your name. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, you would touch in a special way. You would encourage your people. Look on the Howard family. Look on the Lee family. Look on the bereaved families, Lord God. Look on our mothers as well as, oh God, the elderly, Lord God. Look on our young people. Look on the men in the body of Christ, Lord God. You will continue to strengthen, oh God, each and every believer, God, that they will grow stronger in their faith. And oh God, that we would be, oh God, the witness that you have called us to be in these last and evil days. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you now for your blessing. We decree and declare, and we thank you for it. In the matchless name of Jesus, to the glory of God, we thank you now as we touch and agree, God, for this brief space of time. We pray, God, you would honor 
oh God, the prayer request, the repentance, oh God, and that you, oh God, restore, revive, reclaim, and renew those, oh God, that, oh God, renewed their lives, oh God, through, oh God, through your holy word and through dedication and repentance, and oh God, living, oh God, according to your holy word, bless them right now, God, that they will be renewed in the name of Jesus, to the glory of God. We thank you and we praise you for it. And oh God, we decree it done by faith in the blessed name of Jesus. Look on our presiding bishop, assistant presider, and oh God, our senior bishop, Bishop Scott, Lord God, and the executive council board of bishops. Bless them now, God. Look on my pastor and first lady, Lord God, Bishop and Lady Murchison, Lord God. Touch them right now, as well as the Pentecostal Power Church, PPC, MKE. Bless them, Lord God. Oh, God, bless the body of believers. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. We give you praise now. We thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, help us to decrease that your anointing may increase, oh God, that we will give words of encouragement and enlightenment that will edify the body of Christ. We thank you. We forever give you praise. In Jesus' name, to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, we thank God for the brief prayer uh, that was prayed. Uh, we want to uh, get more believers involved uh, during our prayer hour on Friday. We may uh, make some changes uh, if necessary. We've been kind of polling out uh, different times and uh, set times for uh, the saints to be able to come on with us, we may end up moving our uh, touch and agree prayer hour to a different time so that we can engage and uh, correlate and formulate uh, a way that we can gain more uh, viewers and subscribers to join us in prayer. And so pray with us on that, that God would give us uh, uh, direction in that particular area that we would uh, get optimal uh, uh, time that will uh, be most convenient for uh, the people of God to come together and touch and agree and pray together. All right. So that's what we desire to do. We're going to go into our topic discussion today for a brief space of time for about uh, 10 or 15 minutes. We want to truly uh, give a word to the people of God for uh, this brief space of time. We're going to talk from the subject of a living witness. We're going to talk about that living witness uh, that we are to be and that God has called us to be. And we're going to go to our first scripture as we get ready to uh, discuss this uh, particular topic. Uh, we'd like to just start out by saying uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, uh, chapter 5, uh, I believe verse number uh 16, right around there, 5 and 16, where uh, Jesus, you know, discloses to the disciples, uh, to those he's teaching. He said, let your light so shine before men uh, that they may uh, see your good works. And so uh, if we are to be a witness, we, we should have some good works. All right. We, if we're going to be the witness for Jesus Christ and our light is on and is shining, uh, people should see or, or those that see us should see some good works. All right. 
and the good works that they see, uh, we're not going to get the glory, but the Father which is in heaven is going to be glorified on our behalf. And that's what we want to make sure as uh, a body of Christ is that God is getting the credit, hmm? that God is getting the glory. Hmm? And you know, when people try to praise you, you got to redirect that thing to make sure that God gets the credit. God gets the glory. To God be the glory. And so, you know, without the Lord, we won't accomplish very much. So it's very important uh, that we understand being a living witness requires uh, sobriety. It requires humility. Uh, it requires submission to the will of God that his will may be done in our lives. And so it's very important as we let our light shine or let the light that God has placed in us shine because it's not our light. The light that's been placed upon us is the Holy Ghost. And so as the Holy Ghost shines outward, that's why we should allow the Spirit to have preeminence in our lives and we shouldn't uh, quench the Holy Spirit. We should let the Holy Ghost have its way to a degree. Uh, we may not be able to um, uh, keep people from saying things and attacking us. I don't want to go this route. We may not stop people from talking and, you know, running your name down. You may not never stop any of that stuff. But what you can at least stop, you can stop supplying them with the ammunition. Hmm? And this is what we have to do with our witness. We have to make sure our witness is intact so people don't have an ammunition that we give them to assault us with. And so it's not a very wise Christian, it's not a very wise believer to give the devil bullets to shoot you with. Praise God. Hmm? And whatever you do, you want to make sure you're living according to God's holy word and to God's standard so the enemy can't go and add nothing to it. Praise God. Because you got a lot of believers out here now today, they are allowing the enemy to distort and pollute their testimony. Praise God. Because they once held to a standard. A, whole, a standard uh, according to God's word that God was being glorified on their behalf. They've been beautifully saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. And now you look at them and you say, what's the matter now? Oh, Zion, glory. Oh, Zion, what's the matter now? Hmm? And I'm talking about not only in appearance, I'm not only talking about in dress, but I'm talking about in conversation. Look at some of the filthy communication that's coming out of some of these, uh, I say, previous believers, in time past believers. But now they have turned aside and did like uh, some did Jesus when he talked to him about eating of his flesh and drinking of his blood. He lost 88% of his Oh, glory be to God, of his followers. Hmm? He lost 88%, and only the 12 was left, and he said, shall you also go away? Hmm? And they looked at him, and they said, uh, Lord, you have the words of eternal life. And these are the things 
we must understand as being a witness, we must know that there is a reward for every witness. Praise God. And we must live until the Lord call uh, us to be done with our work, with the work that he's called us to do, rather. Because we don't have a work, but God has given us work to do. Now, let us take a look here. You may not be able to stop people from criticizing. You may not be able to stop people from not liking you. You may not be able to stop people from, uh, you know, speaking negativity. But what you can do by living according to God's standard, you can stop supplying them with ammunition hmm? to destroy you with. Hmm? And this is why, you know, it's not wise, you know, uh, to, to, to do that. I want to say this, as long as you're doing what, what is right and doing what's according to the Bible, their accusations won't hold water. Hmm? They may come up with something, you know, and bring something to the table, but it won't hold water because people will see your witness and they will know your witness is true. Praise God, because you're living according to the word of God. And what it will do, it will, it will empty their uh, content that they called, caused themselves bringing to the table to destroy you with. It would embarrass them. Hmm? As long as we keep our conduct hmm? above criticism. So it's very important that we keep our conduct above criticism. So Paul says here in a very familiar scripture, uh, and, I, and it's in, I believe it's in Galatians, he said, if I build the things that I have destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. And so we can see today, people are going back on God. Hmm? People are going back in ministry, people are going back into the world. People are going back selling cars and insurance. Hmm? Because the pressure hmm? of being a witness. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Only because they didn't receive the true power, according to Acts 1 and 8. Hmm? And this is these are all the things, and people are backslidden. People went back on God. Hmm? And the truth of the matter is, they just not saved. I'm going to tell you just like it is. The truth of the matter is, they just not saved. And you can't, oh, glory be to God. Oh, Lord. You can't be an effective witness hmm? if you have not had the experience, the Holy Ghost experience. If you don't have the, the hope of glory down on the inside of you, you cannot be the true witness that God called you to be. This is why he told them it was essential that they go down to Jerusalem till they be endued with power from on high. Glory. Now, let me go to our next scripture. I quoted Matthew 5 and 16, but Acts 1 and 8 said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me, he says. And that's the worst thing we can do is God, when God say he never knew him, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. That means you you did a lot of good things, but God didn't know you as that witness. And this is why our witness must be true. It must confer with God that we are the sons of God. Uh, let me go. Let me go here. I'm gonna let me go to John real quick. I, I gotta go here. First John three. I'm gonna go to first John three. I need to read something here. First John chapter three. All right. 
First John 3. Now, I'm going to get the scripture and put it on the screen. And we, we talking about witnessing here. All right? Let me put the scripture on the screen. First John chapter 3. It's in the New Testament. First John 3 and 1. All right? First John 3 and 1. And we'll go down to about maybe mm, 3. First John 3 and 1 through 3. Take a look. See what we got here. All right? Go with me. First John 3 and 1. He says, Behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Hmm? God bestowed his love upon us that we can be his witness. Praise God. Hmm? That's some kind of love. When we, oh, glory be God. We didn't even love God. But the, but the Bible says we love God because he first loved us. But while we were yet sinners, the Bible said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. He gave his love toward us, gave his love to us. That we can uh, have it bestowed upon us that we can be called the sons of God. Glory. Oh, hallelujah. I feel like having church already. Praise God. Look at this. And he says, therefore, uh, the world knoweth us not. Take a look at that. Hmm? Because it knew him not. Hmm? The world ain't gonna know you because it didn't know God. And light came in the world to witness in a dark place. Jesus was the light. He came into the world and darkness didn't comprehend the light. And neither is it gonna comprehend you right away. Let's take a look. Let's take a look here. Verse number two. But he goes back and he refers to us. He says, beloved, now we, now are we the sons of God? Hmm? Now we are the sons of God, and it doeth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, but we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope. This is what I want to get to right here. This is the scripture I wanted to get to, 1 John 3 and 3. He says, and every man that has this hope, do you have this hope? Hmm? He says, in him, do you have your hope in Jesus? Hmm? Purify himself, even as he is pure. So we must have our faith and our hope, our trust. Hmm? Our witness has to be in Christ. And if we don't reflect Christ, we don't reflect, uh, the, the scripture talks about in the book of Acts, he said they were first called Christians at Antioch. I believe it's the eighth chapter of Acts somewhere in there. But he says they were first called Christians at Antioch. It's somewhere, uh, we, we have to get it. Now let me get it real quick. You know, uh, they were first called Christians at Antioch because they had Christ-like character. So my, my question to you, 
Does your character reflect Christ? Hmm? That's that's what I want to know. You know, does your does your uh does your character maybe the eleventh chapter here, but uh does your character reflect Christ? Because many people say uh, I'm a Christian, and next thing you know, uh, they cussing, they fighting, they clowning. Hmm? But just saying that you're a Christian, that's not going to cut the mustard. Hmm? I want to let you know. We can say, uh, I belong to God, but your works is going to uh, reveal uh, what you're really about and what you're really connected to. And so this is why people are getting confused now. And they'll say, well, I thought they were saved. I thought they were in church. And this is why I said a while back that you're going to see a lot of things in these last days. You're going to see a lot of things. People are going to say, uh, I thought you were part of that ministry. You know, you, you know, people change churches like they do their shoes and they, and they dress clothes. Hmm? That's how people change churches now. It ain't. You know, I've never seen since my time of being saved, and I haven't been saved that long, but, you know, when I said not that long, you know, 30 years is not a long time. So I know people that have been saved 50 years, and they still say it's not a long time. But to make a long story short, in the few years I've been saved, I haven't seen more now than ever. People will change their church like they do their shirt, praise God. Or they socks. And that's not the bad thing. That's not a bad thing necessarily. You know, if, you know, they were being led or directed by leadership or the Lord himself to make these particular uh, decisions. But sometimes they're making these decisions simply based on emotion. Hmm? But they're not basing it on God calling them to be a witness. You know, if God move a person, advance a person on uh, to be a, a, a greater, more effective witness in the kingdom, we can see that in the book of Acts. There were all types of uh, 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 administrative changes, but it was all governed by the Holy Ghost. So I want to share this. I'm not assaulting anybody that moved to a different ministry. Change is good. You know, relocating is good. All this stuff is healthy when it's done decently and in order. And so these are the problems that we have in ministry today. It's not done decently and in order. Hmm? You know, sometimes we just like discipline, but to be that living witness, praise God, one must be delivered. The soul of that person must be delivered. Hmm? And this is why we share all of our young people and those that recently received the Holy Ghost. You, you better make sure, very sure, that your anchor holds and grip that solid rock. Because just because you say ta-ta, huh? The devil gonna laugh and say ha-ha if you ain't got the real thing. And so I wanna let you know, you need the real thing. Hmm? 
when you get through saying ta-ta and you try to cast that devil out like the seven sons of Sceva did, the devil going to say, ha-ha, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Oh, glory to God. I got to get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> oh, glory to God. I got to get out of here. Hmm? But we must be that true witness. Hmm? And the only way you're going to be that true witness, huh? we must be delivered. Huh? I won't let you know. Just as sure as there's a, a, a living witness, there is a deceitful witness. Satan is a deceitful witness. Hmm? Satan and his imps, they're deceitful witnesses. And what I mean by that, the Bible said, oh, glory be to God, Satan himself can change himself into an angel of light. Hmm? And this is where people say, oh, I've been hurt in the church. I got, I got messed up in the church because this, that, and other. You was following man and not God. Oh, I got to go. Let me get out of here. I got to get up out of here. Let me go. I'm going to get into something. But I won't let you know a true witness delivers souls. Hmm? According to Proverbs 14 and 25. A true witness, a true witness delivers souls. Hmm? But a deceitful witness speak lies. Hmm? And you know, uh, anytime people using deception to win people, that is not of God. I want to let you know, we ain't got to have no tricks and have you turn flips huh? to give or be blessed by God. I don't have to come up with no gimmicks. I can stand on God's word and let you know that, oh, glory be to God. God love a cheerful giver. Hmm? And I ain't got to do them to tell you to sow in faith and, uh, you know, give as God has prospered you. Praise God. But we go through all these uh, gyrations, hmm? which is really just to deceive folk. Praise God. And this is why I don't get on the broadcast. I don't beg, you know, for, I ask. The Bible said, ask and it shall be given. If there's a need on Faith in God Internet TV broadcast, I'm going to come to you and look straight in the camera and ask you, and say, saints, we need some help today. Please sow into our ministry. Please help us. We need X amount to do X, Y, Z. But we're not going to be deceiving folks and, and oh, glory be to God. We're not, we not into that, praise God. Hmm? And this is where, you know, we have to be careful. You know, we, we should ask and it shall be given. We should just do what the scripture tells us to do and stop coming up with all these, uh, I don't know, I just say the gimmicks. Because you don't, you, we don't have to run, you, you don't have to uh, play games and, and, and come up with gimmicks to be blessed, praise God. The Bible said, ask and it shall be given. And too many people, they got too much pride just to plainly ask. But the Bible said, ask. I ain't got to come up with no gimmick. I can say, hey, look, we need $500 and we're trying to do this for our broadcast. And if you want to sow into the faith in God, internet TV, it's dollar sign, F-I-G-I-T-V. We're not coming up with no, oh, glory be to God. You will, oh, glory to God. Hmm? And this is what we need to do as a people of God. Whether you a believer, whether you a ministry, whether you, whatever you represent God with, we should speak the truth. Praise God. And so we can be blessed. Praise God. And that, that way we'll have the backing hmm, of the Holy Ghost, the backing of God hmm, to hold us up. When people say, oh, 
Look at them, you know? No, 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 no. We're not doing like everybody else. Praise God. Matter of fact, we, 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 we are witnesses for God. And this is what we must do to show the world hmm, that we are the Lord's disciple, hmm? that we are the children of light. Praise God. It's very important that we exhibit character above charisma. Praise God. Let's go here. Um, we got to go. We got to get out of here by 1230. But look at this. Philippians 2 and 15. We're just going to read the scripture because we don't have time. Philippians 2 and 15. It says that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Don't you know the world is looking at us? Now, that scripture, let me put it on the screen for you, Philippians 2 and 15. Don't you know that the world is still looking at the church? Praise God. And we, if we be the, well, which we are, we are the church. Hmm? We not, the, the building is a place where we come to gather together as believers to worship the one God. Hmm? But you are the church. But don't you know people are looking at you? Praise God. Hmm? And when they look at you, they see your witness. Whether they be true, whether it be deceitful. Let's take a look here. Philippians 2 and 15. I want to show you the scripture so you can take a look at it and decide for yourself. Because uh, we need to take a look at this. Philippians 2 and 15. That you may be blameless. Why, why we are living witnesses. So we are living witnesses that we may, okay, that we may be blameless and harmless. Hmm? Blameless and harmless. Now, most people don't look at the Hippocratic Oath as being, you know, men and women of God. You know, if you're not going to do them no good, you certainly shouldn't be doing them any harm. Praise God. That you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, hmm? among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Now, I could read a little more. You can read a little bit more in your own study time. But we we have a we have a we have a um, responsibility to be light in the world. We have a responsibility. So it's very very important you know, that we uh, take it serious, you know, the things of God as ambassadors for Christ. So it's very, very important that we uh, take a look, not only at what we say, but take a look at what we do. Hmm? We must go back and analyze our very action, praise God, hmm? because we are witnesses. Acts 20. Uh, let's go to Acts 22 and uh, 14. Acts 22, 14, 15. Let's take a look. Let's look at what the early church did. Acts 22, 14. Uh, let's just take a look and see what the early church did. Twenty-two and fourteen. And he said, the God of our fathers has chosen thee 
that thou shouldest know his will and see that just one and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. Hmm? We should listen to the Holy Ghost. Hmm? For thou shalt be witnesses unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. And he tells them here, and now why tarest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. This is going to take a while to get, get through with. Read Acts chapter 22 in your study time. But we got to get out of here. You know, if we are going to be that effective witness that souls may come to the Lord and have their sins washed away. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. As they call on the name of the Lord, oh, we must be witnesses ourselves of the very God that we claim, oh, and we proclaim. Praise God. We got to be living witnesses. Praise God. Hmm? We got to be alive and holy. Praise God. You know, we can't be a dead scribe and a dead Pharisee hmm? telling people to do things and we not even doing them. Praise God. Hmm? That's not, that's not effective witnessing. Hmm? He says in Matthew 28, 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations. Hmm? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. You got to teach them what the name is. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Huh? Because there's only one God. Hmm? There's only one God, so we got to teach them hmm? who that one God is. And it's through Jesus' name. It's in Jesus' name. Because hmm? Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But look at this. I want to go to our final scripture. I waited long enough to get to our final scripture. It's going to require just a little discussion. Excuse me. We're going to go to 1 Peter 3. And uh, go to First Peter three and twelve, uh, three and twelve through about. Let's see where we going here. Go to First Peter three and twelve. Let's take a look here. And we're closing now. We're closing on this. Uh, Touch and agree prayer hour. We're closing as we exhort you to 1 Peter 3 and 12. A living witness. Hmm? A living witness. Uh, we want you to write down, and we may have to uh, pick another piece of this up, but we're going to be on vacation uh, next week. But in your study time, go to Mark chapter 2, verse number 12. Go to St. John 9, ninth chapter. Uh, round about eight through nine, and then go to St. John, read St. John chapter, St. John chapter 12, and nine through about 14, and uh, Acts 4, and 14 through about 16 there. But let, let us, let us finalize, conclude this topic today, a living witness by reading 1 Peter 3 and 12. 
He says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Hmm? And his ears open to their prayers. Hmm? That living witness, Elijah was a living witness. Hmm? Them people that served Baal, they were false witnesses. They cut themselves and lashed themselves and beat themselves and called upon God half the day. And there was no response. But Elijah gets, gives them the first shot on Mount Carmel. First King chapter 18. He gives them the first shot. <laughs> oh, glory to God. But then Elijah rebuilds the altar. He puts the sacrifice and everything in place. He digs the trench. He pours 12 barrels of water. And then he takes uh, uh, some more water and pour it over the altar and the sacrifice to make sure it's drenched. There's no way, you know, dry wood catch on fire quick. He wetted the wood down hmm, to stop the mouths of the gainsayer, to stop the doubters. Hmm? He saturated the wood. Oh, glory. But then he went into prayer. Oh, glory be to God. That's why prayer is so important, y'all. Prayer is touch, the touch and agree prayer hour. Oh, glory be to God. If you want, when you looking for fire, oh, glory be to God. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. You must have a prayer life. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I got to go. Oh, glory to God. I got some stuff burning, turning down on the inside. Glory. But I'm going to say this. For the eyes over the, for the eyes of the Lord over the righteous, his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. This is what he says here in 1 Peter 3 and 12. So to be that living witness, you got to make sure you ain't working evil. Praise God. And who is he that will harm you? Peter brings up the question here. If you do what is good, who is he that will harm you? If you be followers of that which is good, hmm? don't run with folk you know is bad news. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Oh, I, this always happens when I get to the end of the broadcast. I get stirred up. Glory. Huh? Why would you run with folk that gossip? You know there ain't nothing but gossip. I got to go. Hmm? Why would you run with folk that run down leadership? Hmm? You know they ain't going nowhere. Look at this. He said, if you be followers of that which is good, being a living witness, you need to be that living witness. Now let's get down to 14, 3 and 14. This is the meat of it. But if you suffer for righteousness sake, happy are ye, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. Why are you worried about what the liars are saying and the backbiters saying? Hmm? Why are you worried about ratings of folk that don't care for you know how? They can't rate you when you're being rated by God. Oh, glory. Let me get out of here. Hmm? You can rate me all you want to, but it's the ratings of the Lord. Hmm? Oh, that's going to supersede everything that, that you can ever do. Look at this. He said, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asked you a reason of hope that is in you with meekness and fear. We got to be a witness, y'all. 
Mm, when people ask about uh, this name, uh, about uh, what it takes to be saved, what it takes uh, to live saved, what it takes to be born of the water and of the spirit, we got to have an answer, y'all. Mm? And that's to be that living witness because people are going to look at you first and then they're going to analyze your answer. Praise God. Mm? They're going to look at you first and then they're going to analyze the answer. And you have to remember the answer you give, you must live. Praise God. I got to go. The answer you give them, you need to make sure. Before you can tell somebody else, they skirt need to be, oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Oh, huh? Oh, I got to go. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. Huh? Before you can tell and teach somebody else about holiness, you got to be living it. Hmm? Otherwise, it's just going to bounce off the wall. It's just going to be words that's bouncing off the wall. I, I couldn't go as far as I wanted to go today, but I hope I said something to edify the body of Christ. I hope I... Hope I said something uh, to uh, stir you and uh, jog your spiritual senses that you may um, know that being this living witness is uh, very, very uh, important uh, to all believers uh, to be a living witness. Uh, we must uh, take action. Hmm? There must be a call to action in and uh, within the body of Christ. Hmm? There's enough of this idle talk, but there must be a call to action. Praise God. Hmm? And everybody talking loud, but ain't nobody saying nothing, praise God, when it relates to the living witness. Hmm? Now, I know we talk about Jesus, we give people the word, all that good stuff. But once we get through preaching and shaking the mic and doing all these other things that we do as theatrics. When the rubber meets the road, they gonna look at you and say, okay, are they obedient? Hmm? Are they listening to the pastor? Are they obeying the pastor? Are they, are they following leadership? You know, these are the things that people gonna look at when you talk about being a witness, are you at Bible class and in prayer? Hmm? And you got millions of saints. They go to church on Sunday and don't pray at all during the week. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. You got millions. And I'm not ostracizing. I'm not grading or degrading nobody. I'm letting us know as believers, we need to wake up from sleep. Hmm? For now it is high time. Huh? But knowing the time, now it's beyond the proper time. It is high time to awake out of sleep. And I want to let you know it's praying time. Hmm? And it's very important for us. And I tell people all the time, it's not how long the prayer is. Hmm? And it's not how many words you can repeat and how eloquent your words are in the prayer. You need to make sure you're making a connection with God. Praise God. Versus you just going on a gift and a talent that may not even be there. Praise God. So we need to make sure that our anchor holds and grip that solid rock. That rock is Jesus. We have some information on the screen for you. Please join us, Facebook, 
uh, Fidget TV at facebook.com forward slash Fidget TV Network. Please join us there if you want to see uh, some of our previous broadcasts. But these are the faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. I hope we said something to encourage you on this Friday. We pray that you have a blessed Friday. Uh, we know there's a heat advisory throughout the land, uh, the United States, and uh, really across the world. Uh, we hope and pray that you will stay cool and stay hydrated. Uh, please uh, take care of yourself and make sure that you are checking on the elderly, those that may not have air conditioning. Check on them, all right? So we need to make sure we're looking after our elderly and make sure nobody has uh, heat stroke, sunstroke, anything like that. So uh, let us check on our neighbor, our friend, and make sure everybody's okay. Because we're we're getting awful warm now and there's fire everywhere. And I don't know why fire ain't stirred up people to pray. Hmm? You can see these wildfires everywhere. And I'm not going to wait till fire get to my doorstep before I start praying. <laughs> I'm going to pray now. Hmm? Praise God. Because I want to be able a man to stand when the Lord start bringing some of these things into flourishion. And we're not saying uh, that, we, you know, uh, by a long shot that the rapture is taking place, but we're letting you know there's going to be a lot of things on our doorstep before the church get out of here. And so we need to be doing our due diligence. We need to be praying. We need to be uh, instant in prayer. And we need to be praying for all believers that God will help us all get to the place in him. Uh, that we need to be. And so with that being said, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, uh, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, uh, we want to say uh, God bless you in Jesus' name. Uh, thank you for joining uh, the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you, and you have a blessed weekend. God bless you in Jesus' name.